This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good morning, mate. Good to be back with you. You've swanned up 30 minutes late and demanded we demanded we get started, so best get down to it. That was enjoyable, Indeed. wasn't it? Top of the league still. It was. It's um, very good to be back. I was back on for excluding the cup tie the first time this campaign last night. And, uh, oh, it was good to be back. All the juices were back flowing. It didn't take overly long to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. Great to be back, and yeah, just to, just regards being late. It was my idea to start at nine a.m. because I'm uh, I'm occupied all day today. But um, I only woke up at twenty five past nine. I've got a horrible tendency to sleep through alarms, which um, is concerning, really. But here do you I snooze am. them, or do you just miss them all yeah. together? I'm a snoozer. It's um, it's not ideal because you're not really conscious while doing it either. I always find. No, no, you're not. It's too easy, isn't it? Just staying for that extra 10 minutes, yeah. What have you got on the agenda today, then? Well, I'm, I need to go to Liverpool uh, to run some errands. Sounds a bit dodgy, that. But... <laughs> you're meeting up with uh, Lowy. <laughs> that'd be tremendous, I would. Um, yeah, so I need to have a drive out to Liverpool, get some stuff there, uh, done there, um, and then... I'm playing badminton this evening. Wow. And also, ridiculous, but true. And also, I need to watch a couple of episodes of Milf Manor. Have you heard about Milf Manor? Do you know what Milf no. Manor is? No, I'm not. Well, well, it was on Discovery Plus, but it's now come on my mate Skybox. TLC are taking it. The US version of TLC, the uh, TV channel. Yeah. Basically, the concept of this Milf Manor is I genuinely think it's box office, right? Manor Basically, is in a house. Yeah. So, Christ, let me get to this. So, there's two groups of people middle aged women and like younger lads, right? So, they've all put on the dating preferences that they want to date like the other. So, like the young lads have put on that they want to date the older women. Yeah. And the older women have put that they want to date young lads. 
all hunky-dory. So they all reckon they're going on this dating retreat type thing in a nice villa in Mexico. And, you know, they want to find love. Anyway, when they, when the two converge and meet, it turns out that every woman has got one child in there. So they've got, like, the son in there. So oh, it's, yeah. essentially the other middle-aged women are trying it on with, like, oh, the no. other lads. And the lads are trying it on with, like, the mum's mates. So it's absolutely outrageous. It's genuinely A-list television. Um, I've only watched two episodes, but I need to get a couple of episodes in. But it's quite odd because me and my mate James always vouched to watch it together. Some odd way. We genuinely wanted to watch it together. So we watched the first two episodes on Monday night and we need to meet up today to, to catch some more. So we're, we're hooked on it, really. There's, there's eight hour-long episodes, but they're not hour-long episodes because you can skip the ad breaks. So, um, yeah. Hmm. Will you be but, signing up? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> You've got to be yeah. seriously weird to sign up for that knowing that you're uh well i wonder if they know if the mums are in or not who knows but so they don't know so they don't. It's obviously it was a bit of a shock like when they sort of realized but wasn't as big a shock as it would have been if say me and you were in there no no he's uh quite the concept for a tv show isn't it it's worth watching anyway from uh milfs to millie like that <laughs> very good very very good <laughs> Uh, now we'll get we'll talk about the game first, but uh, first half was a bit of a struggle, wasn't it? Birmingham were effective and nullified us, and you were just kind of urging Preston to get going. But the fans, I felt, were always with the team, and there was that chance for Potts, and yeah, you just wanted a bit of a improvement in the second half. But you know that that early goal kind of just pegged us back, and then bang, what a turnaround! Indeed. Yeah, you always get those odd groans off the tartan, don't you? But you need to sort of um, ex- accept those because they will never change, no matter whether we're f- first or 24th. But, um, yeah, the first half was um, it was quite a tough opening, really. I thought Brum were pretty decent until they got like to the crunch, really, which is the final third they had. A lot of the ball, they pushed us back a great deal. Uh, and really, they looked in control until they got sort of on the cusp of our 18-yard box and they, and they basically didn't create anything. North End were relatively poor in the first half. Um, but, you know, they had the one glaring opportunity which Potts um, scuffed, really. He didn't show any sort of composure um, as he lent one way in the ball and ballooning the other. Um, but, yeah... Uh, I was just quite glad to get into the break at nil-nil because uh, I thought there were no sort of damage done and you can come out yeah. in the second half and really, you know, have a do, but it didn't transpire as such. You know, Brum were the ones to come out and they scored early in the second half and maybe that was the wake-up call we needed. Um, I felt Ryan Lowe was a touch slow with his changes. It was, it was quite obvious that Andrew Hughes had to come in. I'd have done it at half-time, obviously the goal... I suppose the timer of the goal is a bit harsh on the gaffer, really. Um, but yeah, what more? What more or what muff? Did we? <laughs> it's not muff. <laughs> what mo? I think. Did we ever decide what it was? Right. So what mo? What mo? Is that what we're going for? Or what yeah, more? I'm saying what mo. I might be wrong, but I think it's that. Okay. 
Okay, well, I'm going to say what muff. Um, <laughs> he looked a touch clumsy on the ball at times, got caught on the ball a little bit, and Liam Lindsay on the left of that sort of defensive three which isn't necessarily what you're after. You want him in the middle. And um, and there must have been something wrong with Andrew Hughes. Did you get to speak to Ryan Lowe as to why Andrew Hughes didn't start? Yeah. He came off against Plymouth and they had a they only had a scan result come back late on Monday. So they they planned the team and they, they didn't want to okay. change it last minute. But um, okay. yeah, I agree. He, he is absolutely vital in that, that back three, isn't he? You just, yeah, you know, Lindsay said after the game, and I, I, I prefer being in the middle. I'll, I'll do a job if needed, but he's clearly not overly comfortable there. He did well at Stoke actually with that back. We did all right with that back three, but last night he just looked wrong. Hughes is just absolutely ticks every box for that position, doesn't he? Brings the best out of uh, Lindsay as well. Yeah, I mean with story, what Muff and Lindsay, you just look a touch immobile, like. Hughes, despite his smaller stature to those guys, is brilliant in the air. Which oh is yeah, like, he's got that leap, hasn't he? That we all die for. We'd all die to rise as high as Andrew Hughes. But yeah, yeah Alan Brown was obviously instrumental, especially in the second half. He struggled to get in the game in the opening exchanges. Really, I felt we lacked that ball player in the first half. I would have liked to see Whiteman, but. Obviously, he's not quite ready, and it is what it is. But Cam Brown and Ledson have done quite well. Actually, Ledson had a good game last night. Yeah, he did all right. Yeah. But it was I'm messy that first half, wasn't it? You were just yeah. trying to someone get a hold of this thing, kind of thing. Yeah, and it was Brown who did so. Oh, um, it was terrific. It was, it was, um, it was a real f- fingers up to those who believe that Alan Brown, you know. But, you know, he's no captain. I mean, we used to have captains like Sean Grieg at this club. Now I've got Alan Bloody Brown. <laughs> but, you know, he's got similar levels of passion and love for North End. Um, and it was a genuine captain's performance um, last night. I mean, the goal for Millie Brown scything through the broom midfield was, it was a joy to behold. And then the pass is lovely. And then it's a first sight of goal, really, last night. He did absolutely nothing last night. Osmatic, you know, he, he struggled to get into the game against physical defenders. I don't think we helped him by just floating the ball up to him. But one no. side goal with the, with the ball at his feet, bang, like a <laughs> shotgun. In it went. Absolutely brilliant goal. Uh, and then the whole place just erupted into this haze of Montenegro and glory. It was absolutely brilliant. Great, great goal. He went off top off after an hour. We're going to love this guy. This, this guy could become a real cult hero. His tattoos are brilliant. If you watch that, um, if you watch that clip of the gold, if you look at his tattoo on his back, there's like a lion or a tiger, or certainly a big cat, whatever it is. It's 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 glaring you in the eye, and it's a useful motif. He's got eyes in the back of his head, like yes. he's got his back to goal. He's he's mm. always staring people out. He's <laughs> going to be. Um, He's going to be a cult hero, this guy. Great finish. Great yeah. goal. The place just erupted. Great to get his top off. I mean, it was a, an utterly ridiculous yellow card to receive, but um, sometimes yellow cards can be fun things to receive. And that was one of them. Apparently, he likes to celebrate. So, I think he might do that every time, hopefully, when he's not on a booking. Hopefully, he doesn't end up getting, like, 10 yellow cards later on in the <laughs> season, all of which yeah. have come as a result of scoring goals. That wouldn't be ideal. Might have to have a word with him, but... Obviously, at the moment, there's a language barrier, so 
Um, I don't think we'll be able to get a word to him. It's just on vibes and feeling with him at the moment. Ryan Lowe's got his mate's son translating Spanish anyway, so all's well there, I'm sure. Can't imagine any issue with that. <laughs> now, Brown oh. has been unbelievable this season, to be fair. It's like he's, it's like Johnson leaving is just kind of, maybe I'm clutching at straws, but kind of he's just taking this thing upon himself to, I'm going to do this on my own. And he has been as good as anyone, as well as Potts, because Potts is just playing out of his skin. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he's, he just looks miles better going forward, Potts. Do you know what I think? I don't know if he's trimmed down a bit or shed a bit of... Not that he was overweight or anything, but he's bet, less less clumsy anyway when he's going forward. He's really like positive. He's been absolutely class, hasn't he? Like, charging up and down that flank. Tireless runner. And he gives his all. What not to like. Um, he deserved his three-year extension because... Every credit to him because he was one of the most disliked yeah. North End players that I can recall really in the modern era and now he's one of the resented. most revered yeah yeah. he was genuinely resented obviously yeah. maybe because he played for Blackpool maybe that had uh, a little part of it but now he's one of the most loved players uh, it gives his all you know he, he reflects the place which is always which is always a nice thing you know you you look at Brad Potts and he does what we'd all do in an offense shirt if we were capable of doing it. You know, just like running around everywhere, trying to get into the game, trying to put out fires where he can, yeah, um, and creating stuff. And, uh, and that chance last night would have been all of us really eager to put the ball in the back of the net and striking straight to the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah, every credit to Potts. Fingers of Brown is that he's always been this what he is now. You know, he's always been the tireless runner, the guy who gives his all and off and the one club man. But I just get the impression that, you know, we start resenting these players who've been here for too long. We resent the money they've earned. uh, And if they're not quite performing in the way that that he has done this season so far and towards the back end of last season, you know, we just have a tendency as a fan base to get on the backs, which is a massive shame, really, because he's been absolutely class for North End. Like, one of North End's greats. I don't care anyone says. This guy will go down in history as one of North End's great players. Um, so, yeah, long may his performances continue because um, he's just a lovable soul, Alan Brown. I think the lads we've brought in this summer are, like, bringing the best out of the lads that have been around, the hard workers, the grafters. Lovely blend. I mean, you've not seen much of it, but there's like a lovely blend in there of, you know, new faces, old faces, and it's all just thriving at the minute. 19 points is sensational. Yeah, I mean, who on earth wins six games on the balance in the championship? It's utterly unheard of. Um, And, you know, if you compare it to last year, it it looks a more competitive league with the likes of Ipswich coming up and doing brilliantly out of League Absolutely. One. Absolutely. like Leicester. I mean, Christ, if you look at Leicester's squad, you'd, um, you'd burst into tears if you thought you'd um, if you thought you'd have to come up against them. Um, you know, there's some really good teams in this league. And we, we currently are top with eight points clear of the playoff places in, <laughs> in terms of... Seventh place. We're currently eight points clear. 
I mean, what sort of nonsense is going on here? <laughs> um, 19 points, which means we're about 33 points away from confirming our s- safety and yet another year in the championship, <laughs> which is obviously a great thing. Yeah. Um, you could scarcely believe the start we've had. It's utterly incredible. Um, but it is important that we keep our feet firmly on the ground because we're only seven games in, but um, it's a genuinely staggering start. To win six games on the bounce, I, I mean, Christ, you've got incredibly long odds. And had you have told the North End faithful that they'd sit here on what is it today? 20th of September, top of the league, 19 points, six wins on the bounce, eight points clear of playoffs, 32 points away from safety. After that dreadful pre-season, uh, they wouldn't have believed you. But here we are. Kudos to all involved. This is happening. Thank you, Peter. Oh, I'll tell you what, you're his biggest fan, aren't you? But gets through that summer transfer window, he's not stopped, and then Brad Potts tied down instantly. Oh. You know, you've just got to admire that. Oh, my. Peter, he's doing a sterling job. Not just that, though. He's doing the rounds on the media rounds, isn't he? Talking to you, he's talking to From the Finney. He's calling Adam Brown crazy on From the Finney, which is a <laughs> highlight of, um, of the season so far. Um, yeah, sterling Adam work Brown needs to get in the real world. <laughs> yeah, it's about time Adam Brown got in the real world. He's utterly crazy. But, yeah. Peter Risdale's doing a, an absolute sterling job. He's another one who's going to be like a Brad Potts. He's going to have, um, you know, a Lazarus-like renaissance and be absolutely loved by North End supporters. In years to come, you'll probably write a book. This is my prediction as like a trusty North End reporter of this time. You'll write a book on like Risdale coming full circle, being genuinely resented by the North End faithful and then they were up by sort of early March and how he was hoisted aloft on the field of Deepdale week in week out in the running of the season um, I reckon that make for a lovely book I think you should start writing now The Riddler Renaissance Yeah, brilliant. get it on, on shelves Resurgence yeah. yeah you can imagine could that write, could write that together yeah, possibly oh. You know when you walk in and there's the, you know, the big new seller. Yeah, It'd just be there, wouldn't it? We could have a life-sized cutout of the Riddler <laughs> alongside our books, wearing his long Preston North End coat and all that stuff. Imagine a book signing with signing. the Riddler. Yeah, I was thinking that. Christ, to be queuing up to the train station from Waterstones for that. Right, Imagine so. an audio book. Oh my. Oh my! Yeah, that'd be deeply arousing reading. Wow. Um, how do you move on from that? I heard the uh, Tottenham manager get asked. Fans are getting very excited. Is it your job to calm them down? And he said, "Nah." But he's a bit like that, isn't he? Just let them go. Let them enjoy it. Why not? And I think he's got a point. People go through a lot of crap following the team. So when you've won six in a row. Why not? Why not just lose yourself, as you always say? Lose yourself in this thing, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got no problem with that. I mean, the f- feel on deep down last night, as the players were walking off and Lowy was doing his fist pump, was one of genuine like belief. and It was a lovely moment. People genuinely couldn't get enough, as the song goes. 
Yeah. Um, I wonder if people are rarely... believing or if they're just enjoying. Well, I mean, enjoying it. there were a lot of people on last night, weren't there? Yeah. Like, I, I know we've obviously done well with season tickets, but it just, especially midweek when the when the weather was genuinely awful all day. Yeah, it was. Like for that many to come out, it was it was class. And what was the attendance? I mean, there was. No idea. I've not looked. No I don't really look at these things, but it, no. you know, it just looked like there were a lot of people on. It did, yeah. But like, just after we scored in the zones, Tim Pot jump around if you're top of the league channel. So there were even people bouncing on the finny. Like there's, there's people who genuinely are like completely losing the plot, and I'm here for it. I think it's brilliant. I about that. Did, it looked, it, the town end looked unreal. It did, to be fair. Um, we've uh, we've always like joked with Blackburn. Reporters about how they've always won the league by this time of year, um, and I suppose we're going down the same route. But I don't really care. I mean, if Blackburn no. Rovers supporters want to come at me and say, "Oh my God, could you imagine winning the league at this time of year?" Like it would literally be water off a duck's back. And I don't give a toss. We won six <laughs> yeah. games on the drop. We're thirty-two points away from survival. We drew six games nil-nil this time last season. It was the most. <laughs> yeah. Diabolical stuff. No, it wasn't. That's harsh. But you know what I mean. It wasn't great, was it? Let's yeah. let's have it right. It was absolutely appalling last campaign. <laughs> but this is um, <laughs> this is fun. It is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder at what point you'd start to truly think. You know, this this needs this. We need to stay here because, as well as we've done, I wouldn't be surprised if we had a little blip and lost three in a row or whatever, and started to fall down the table. But if you if you're in the top two after ten games, <laughs> surely you're thinking I'd be disappointed if we don't get playoffs here, or maybe fifteen oh, games. Right. I don't know. What point do you what point do you think we've got to try and stay there, or we will? Stay I don't there? really know. So, I don't know, but the thing to note is that we're obviously going to revert back to the mean because our stats. Aren't all that great? Like, for instance, <laughs> two, two, one, four, two, one wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's quite likely that North End aren't going to maintain this, you know, juggernaut that just keeps winning week in, week out. So we are going to start losing at some point. I mean, that week against Leicester and Ipswich gives me a real fright because that's a very, very difficult week, Wednesday to Saturday. The whole month, to be fair. I don't know if you had a look. But... Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? We on. are going to revert back to the mean, but but there's no reason like to have this expectation that we need to keep keep on winning and you know win the league at Canton. There shouldn't be that expectation. People just ought to you know just really enjoy it. But with good things comes expectation ultimately, and you are going to get people who are very disappointed when this when these dizzy heights come to an end, which is highly likely they will. But if they don't. Then wow. Christ, just enjoy the ride. They say that the journey. They say that the journey's better than the destination, don't they? So yeah, it's important that we squeeze out every last drop of this journey because it might not be as easy next season when we're uh, playing our train in the Premier League. Ryan Lowe has used his subs two games in a row and left Liam Miller <laughs> on the pitch absolutely crippled. Was <laughs> thinking bloody <laughs> hell, Gaffer? Give us a chance, but he was done with yeah. that last night. To be fair, I'd have dragged him earlier anyway. He struggled to get in the game yesterday. I wasn't on at the weekend, but I believe it It was a great day being on Saturday, like direct, quick and 
genuinely exciting player. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't quite get in the game last night against a well-organised team in Birmingham. Um, so, you know, it, ultimately, that's going to happen. Uh, the cramp will stop eventually when his uh, fitness levels are up to scratch. Um, but I just get the impression with him, when he's good, he'll be outstanding. Uh, and when he's bad, he'll leave himself up to criticism because um, he's got that look of a flimsy player. The North End supporters aren't keen on these fair-weather players. But, um, yeah, all the signs at the moment is that this guy's going to be a great addition. Yeah. I just hope he doesn't put a couple of run performances in because he's going to He's gonna um, he's gonna get flack. Yeah, he, he had one good run, didn't he, in the first half, and then another one, and then he just couldn't really get him involved. But yeah, I think he's gonna be a good addition. Seems like we're offering something different. What's your plan for Rotherham? I'm on a bus from the Sir Tom Finney. Nice. What time's that setting off? Not entirely sure. I need to check all this, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. My first away yeah. day since. Yeah. What will it be? Crikey, I've no idea. End of last season. Who do we have towards the end of last season? I missed the last Jeff one. Jeff United. No, I didn't Swansea. I was at Swansea. That was midweek, weren't it? Yeah. yeah I, was that was, I think I think that was the last one. QPR? Was that after Swansea or before? QPR were there, definitely. We won, didn't we? Cannon. Yeah, yeah. I think Swansea was Swansea was after yeah. QPR because we picked up like one point, didn't we, from Final Five? Yeah. yeah. Never the easiest place to go and get a result, but I mean, you'd, you'd rather be going there than than a lot of other places. That, really. Are they playing tonight? Yeah, they're at Millwall. I suppose that gives us that sort of edge, travelling to Millwall, playing. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, we've got that, that old cliche, you know, we've got that extra 24 hours to recover, uh, which is good. Um, the league t- table will tell you that we should be going to Rotherham and absolutely mullering, mullering them. Mullering them, yeah. But uh, it's not quite as simple as that. Um you know, we're in for a relatively tricky encounter. But it's one that we can go in with confidence and I think we will win. Yeah, I mean, they have had a poor start. Got to be confident. I'm sure he's got to be tempted to freshen it up, really. He's had he's had the same players going again and again. So maybe Whiteman comes into the thinking. Maybe... Well, towards the end of last Rockyar, night... I don't know. Yeah. Towards the end of last night, we had uh, Mass or Mads. Mass. It's Mass, isn't it? Mass, yeah. Whiteman, Brown and Holmes in that sort of midfield. It was like a box midfield, weren't it? They were sort of yeah. playing like two foot two. Um, and that's a genuinely exciting midfield, I thought. Well, that's very, very good. Just, uh, there's so, a yeah. lot of different different players, isn't there? Like Styles. Yeah. yeah all offering good. something a bit different. And any good manager should be able to get the, the best out of that. And yeah. uh, Ryan Lowe is doing, to be fair to him. Indeed. So kudos to him. But... Um, yeah, that's a, a really creative and exciting midfield. Pulsating midfield. So, Absolutely. yeah, if, if he makes a couple of changes, um, then it would be good to see them come into the fray. But to be fair, I think he likes Ledson and Ledson offers that genuine line. And even when he came off last night, he was like fist pumping. He was saying, come on, as he left the field. So, <laughs> we're winning at that point. If I were manager, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, just yeah. scored it with two one. Yeah, right. It'd be uh, if I was manager, then I'd probably pick him because of that oomph at the moment. Yeah, 
he's he's doing all right. You know, if before the season, if you'd have said, right, you're playing your first seven with Ledson and McCann as a midfield pair, I reckon people would have been pretty worried, thinking, how the hell are we going to pick up results and get a hold of a game? But yeah, I've just gone from back to front quickly, kind of bypass them, not asked them to dictate games because that's not what they do. You saw it with McCann last night when he, I don't think he's entirely hopeless on the ball, but when he got it under pressure, he, he just didn't look overly comfortable. So yeah. get them to kick people and and press and chase the ball. And, and that's what yeah. they do in it. And then you get your homes and Brown and Frocky are involved. Yeah, just looks a, bit, a lot more assured as a team, uh, getting the best out of players, asking them to do what they're happier doing and stuff. So all is well, I think. So I'd like to see Will Keane back. But you can't well, you would, wouldn't you? Because he was, he was apparently touch and go for Saturday's game. So if he misses this Saturday's game, then that would be frustrating. Yeah, you should but just yeah. say everything Brian Lowe says with a pinch of salt with regards to who's available. Well, it's, it's just... like he's constantly playing mind games. No, it's just not, uh, not ideal, is it? But he's, be- <laughs> he's, be- he's better than Alex Neal, who um, literally would tell you absolutely nothing. That guy yeah. somehow gets in every podcast, doesn't he? But yeah. He does. My man. Yeah. Struggling though, isn't he? Tell you what. Yeah, be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> the winter night, Christ. He'll be... I'd love him to... Huddersfield won up last game. I'd like him to go there and really urinate all over that parade. Although, to be fair, I do really like Neil Warnock, so I wish him well. Yeah, right. I've got a quiz question. Rotherham. Oh, Obviously, I'd like to pick a victory, so my options here were limited unless you want to go back to 2005. When did he score in 2005? Yeah, that's outstanding. Yeah. What score was it? 2-0. Wasn't it? It was 2-1. Brilliant. Former Miller, Chris Sedgwick on the score sheet for Preston. Went 1-0 down. Sedgwick and Moeni scored in the second half. I bet that went off. No doubt about it. At what the, a, uh, what a team Don this Valley. was. Say again. At the Don Valley Stadium. Was it the oh, the one opposite. Yeah, the one opposite the road. Yeah. I mean, our, our our team here is just incredible. Nash, Alexander, Moeni, Lucchetti, Davidson, on- Lewis, McKenna, O'Neill, Sedgwick, Creswell, Nugent. How would have we not right. won that about six nil? Frightening how it didn't go up. Frightening. Frightening. Some, some new heroes in town though, isn't there? There are. I heard, I heard people comparing Liam Miller to Eddie Lewis last night, actually. It's a compliment, isn't it? No pressure, Liam. <laughs> Is it because he's um It must be, yeah. From that part of the world. Ish. Yeah. I think it is. Just in the time you better get off, aren't you? Ideally, yeah. Pleasure as always. Thank you for Enjoyed joining it me. a lot. I'll get back to me in Milf Manor. <laughs> How many episodes? Eight? Yeah, six more to go. I don't think I'd have got uh, Guy Clark. I don't know if you listened to our episode, but I don't think I'd have got him talking about Milf Manor. I didn't actually listen to that. I didn't see it advertised anywhere. That's disappointing. Most tweeted out. That is a shame. I'll, I will go back and listen to it. No, you won't. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts. He said he's happy yeah, to come on with us too any time. Good I stuff. told him we don't take it over, over, overly seriously, but he's happy to loosen up. Make sure he watches eight episodes of Milf Manor before coming on and we can really chew the fat over it. Really get stuck into it, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Take okay, care, okay. mate. Yes, I shall see you soon.
It's the 90th minute and Peony are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.